Welcome to HIT Podcast, HIT, Human Resources, Insurance, and Technology. I'm your host, Toby Kennedy. Just like every Tuesday, we're dropping into your feed with what we hope are relevant conversations and some good dialogue surrounding the space inside of the HR world. As always, our episode today is brought to you by Montage Insurance Solutions. And I'm so excited to jump right into your weekly hit. For this week's weekly hits, we have a little hit chat, chit chats. We're interviewing our first interview. So, uh, you know, we thought if we're ever going to get a second chair in here, we're going to get to interview. We might as well bring the Danon Simpson. Danon, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Toby. I'm so excited to be here. Yes. You know, just watching this happening for so many years and uh, finally had the time and the space, a really cool room and... Just taking it away, aren't it's you? A, you know, well, this is the house that's Living an the dream. you know? So it's a, <laughs> thank you very much. And I think that, you know, one of the things that I, I kind of wanted to talk about is, you know, how, if for those of you playing along at home, Danan owns uh, Montage Insurance Solutions, which is my, of course, day job. And she's my boss. And she put all the work into making sure that we have this space, this room, this ability to do this and to bring this to you guys on a weekly basis. And I want to talk a little bit about that, about employee development. And I think that, for the audience of human resources at home, hearing from a CEO and how important it is for you to recognize strengths and employees in general uh, and to bring them along and, and to take them kind of to higher heights and therefore hopefully elevate you know your organization, your brand. Right? As a CEO, you're, you're hopeful to progress and, and get better year in and year out. And perhaps one of those strategies is bringing along the employee staff. And of course, in your specific example, I'm very grateful uh, to be living proof of that. But I wonder if you can talk from the vantage of a CEO with respect to that topic, bringing employees along, playing to strengths and and some of your thoughts surrounding that. Okay, thank you so much. It's a, it's a thrilling topic for me. Uh, take care uh, with a lot of heart. Um, you know, it's interesting. I think being a female CEO, it does let me come from a different perspective, if you will. And so I think it's really playing to people's strengths is the most important thing that I do. There are people who have actually shifted roles. Uh, There's been in the past where someone really wanted to be in sales and that really wasn't their thing at that time. So it was like, why don't you learn from the ground up and let's do this for a while. Count management, make sure you know everything. And then then you shift into sales or others like right now I'm, I'm kind of super excited to say that we have um, a young woman. She is going to be delivering a a child in October. And uh, she really wanted to be a leader. She wanted to manage. She she had ideas and dreams. And she brought to me, finally, she's verbalized it to me last time before she got pregnant and had a beautiful son. And so this time she actually brought me a beautiful presentation of what she wanted to do for customer service. She knows she's worked here, I guess, almost five years now. So she knows what we take pride in really trying to take care of our client in a unique and special way. So she created this wonderful presentation for me. And then she found out she was pregnant. And so I thought, oh, no, the same thing, you know, could happen to her if I let it. But I'm not going to let it. So I kind of waited. And then later she came back to me and I said, do you really want this? And she said, yes. I said, okay, well, I'm going to make you a manager. 
of the TPA department. It's a sub-manager because Dawn is the director, of course. And uh, she's just doing a great job and also helping us with Benny, mm. which is our new product we're really excited about. And uh, that's going to be auditing and fun things there. So it, it's... I wanted her to know that she's going to come out on the other side of that pregnancy, not only with a job, but with a promotion Mm -hmm. that she's walking right back into. And I I think for young women, especially, that's important. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm hearing two things there. The first thing is listening, right? So as a leader, you know, maybe, and I don't want to put words in it, but maybe one of the things you're saying here is as a leader, it's important to listen to the people below you. And, and you had, in this case, this employee who brought something to you. And not only did you listen, but, you know, you're able to bring, and you mentioned your kind of unique female perspective on this, but advancing a strategic plan, even in the middle of this woman's pregnancy, right? Where, where you know, to speak candidly, perhaps other managers and maybe even male managers mm-hmm. might have looked maybe to someone else or looked to either slow down this progress or, or do something different. But not only did you listen to her plan, but you're able to say, hey, look, even even in the midst of, of you know, sort of we're going to we're going to straddle two worlds here. We're going to do this, this professional thing and walk down the road with you with the pregnancy. Yeah, absolutely. My favorite saying, you know it well. <laughs> well, that was my next question is, you know, you've used that comment a lot and I want our audience to get familiar with what you mean by that. So the expression is walk down the road. And I've seen you do that a lot with mm-hmm. employees over the years. And I would love for our audience to be able to learn from what you mean by that. What do you mean when you say walk down the road with an employee? Walking down the road came from COVID, those years of, at first I was a tumbleweed and I was tumbling down the hill with everybody. That's what it felt like. And I'm sure the audience can relate, especially if you're in HR or in uh, my role or your role as president, you know, you, you care about people and, and, you know, it's compassion and empathy. There, there's just two distinct definitions. And I was a little more on the compassion side. I wasn't great at the empathy where I could set myself apart. So I felt like I was just getting too involved. So finally, I decided to come up with a visual. So I decided walking down the road, I'm going to be with you side by side. I'm here if you need me and, you know, help you get through this, whatever it is. And we've all had to, I was amazed, even in our company, we're, we're not the largest company in the world, we're a, a good mid-sized brokerage firm. And um, our employees, you know, what all they had to go through in their life, you have to listen, you have to have empathy and care. So well, that's that, where it came from. <laughs> yeah, I love that. that. That dovetails me into another one of the expressions I've heard you say a lot, which is sort of, like life hits, right? So you've got these employees and you, know, you just mentioned how you're walking down the road with them. But I, 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 if you can talk a little bit about when you put yourself in the shoes of a CEO and you've got deliverables and you've got clients and you've got, you know, savings goals and profitability goals, but at the same time, I mean, you know, your words, they're, they're human beings and life hits, right? Mm-hmm. It is. It's absolutely true. And so, you know, it's, I don't know, it's like, <laughs> We're not above anyone. You know, I've always liked the flat org chart. We have a very uh, flat organization, <laughs> you know, yep. remember, yep. Uh, per uh, Patrick Lucioni's uh, consultant that came out and met with us. Yep. And and I like that because the org chart where I'm at the top, it was, 
I don't know, it just wasn't as comfortable because, you know, really, like just yesterday, I brought in one of our account managers because I wanted to hear from her. I was planning something for our wonderful anniversary, our 17-year anniversary, two days in our people who are out of state, as you know, in San Diego are coming in. So I asked her, what what are your expectations? You know, what do you want to get out of this? And I want you to know what I might do. I'm going to go in a file. I'm going to check your checking list and make sure it's copacetic because we're gonna we're changing and we're editing all together passing batons uh warm wonderful conversations so it's listening to what their needs are what the Mm. employees needs are the teams because um they're the ones that are you know doing the work in the trenches and but from this perspective that i'm at sometimes i can look not down, but I can look out and I see holes. Like we move Valerie up into um, vice president of employee benefits to help me manage the entire COBRA, you know, TPA department. We've got HRS department and I needed that help. And so I was thrilled that she joined us in that role and doing a great job, by the way. And it took her time. Remember, I had to listen to her too. Yeah, yeah. To make sure she understood the role and you know? I think that's a good note, right? Is that if you put people in a role that you believe in them in and you, I love look out, not down, and you look out and you think they're the right fit, maybe there's some bumps in the road right off the bat, right? Mm-hmm. We need to be a little bit patient with that. I, I, I love that. I think For that's sure. a great comment. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if, so you're, you're a CEO and you've been a business owner for a long time. You're an MBA. You, you, you've put on huge festivals. You've done a lot from that executive role. And I wonder if our audience in human resources, if from your vantage point, with your experience, what is something you would want to say to the HR manager out there listening that, you know, maybe just wants to hear from you or has his or her own CEO or what's the message you'd have for someone in that role? Well, I think really from what I hear from HR people is sometimes they feel left out of not having a seat at the table. It's changed a lot in the last few years. There's are many, many, many clients that do have a seat at the table. Very important seat because if their CEO understands that they are the heartbeat of the company, we, we need to hear from them, right? But for those that feel a little set apart, I really think it's important for them to come in clean with a strategy. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what I'm seeing. I really need time with you and come in and be concise, um, you know, work with the CFO, have a budget and say, this is what I believe we need in order to help our employee engagement, to um, help our recruiting or our retention or whatever it is we need to do. Do not be afraid of your CEO. And if they're shunning you off because they're too busy, just let them know I am one of the most important people in your company like your receptionist if she doesn't answer the phone we have no business right i mean that's the old days today it's the emails but you know what i'm saying like, i do yeah that the points well stand taken. up yeah yeah that that in every role you play an integral part of the company or you're not running your company right if you've got people that are doing a role that doesn't matter that's mm-hmm. probably something you should reflect on so if you've got this person in this role it's because the role matters mm-hmm Right. It, it really does. And uh, and also HR needs to know what is the strategy of the company. Right. What are the plans? Because more often than not, we know, you know, HR is the one that has to take you across the finish line yeah. with the people, the training and hiring the right people, yeah. et cetera. You know, so when they're the last to know, it, it's, uh, 
it's really tough. And those HR people have a tendency to leave. Yeah. Because that's not what they want. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Actually, they want to be involved. Absolutely. And you were just talking to me the other day about this interesting statistic, and I'll tee it up for you to move forward with it. But you're talking about HR people leaving their jobs, right? Because maybe they don't have a seat at the table, but maybe they're not just leaving their jobs. Maybe they're leaving more, right? Maybe mm-hmm. they're leaving the field. Right. Absolutely. Sherm did a study recently, which you know you and I were talking about it, and uh, it was like 60 some odd percent of HR people are leaving the field because um, it's been hard. It's been hard. These are these are really tough years. And now everybody coming back, um, they're coming back in unique ways. Um, And it's a lot of strain on the middleman, which is HR. If the executive teams are saying, no, no, I need my team here for collaboration. I want my culture back. And whereas the employees are saying, well, I want to work from home. So now who's in the middle? It's it's HR. And so it has to be congruent. You've got to find a balance, you know, Um, like what we found in our balance that's working so far is really allowing the employees one day a week Mm -hmm. to work from home. And or if they do come in all week, they get to take Fridays off at three. And that's worked out really well for because we have a lot of employees that have worked at home and they come in here like a new hire recently and she said oh my gosh I love coming to the office every day I felt so lonely and I didn't have a life I it just my business life blended to my personal and yeah now she feels her life back yeah I think that's probably the maybe the 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 marquee challenge of today's HR professional and like you mentioned you know some of them if they're not getting a strategic seat at the table are leaving their companies and some of them if it's getting too much are, are, are leaving HR in general so uh, thank you for your conversation about walking down the road and about being there with employees and sharing your vantage uh, from the CEO's chair. Uh, our goal here on the HIP podcast is to bring you interesting conversations in a bite-sized, digestible format. We're trying to be like a good magician and leave you wanting more. So please, of course, reach out to uh, Danan. Her information is available on the Montage website, that's just montageinsurance.com. Anyone that has any questions, I can speak very, very personally to the fact that she is uh, a great mentor and open book and always there for you guys. So thank you to Danan. Thank you to the audience. Thank you guys for joining us. And until next week, make this the best week yet.